Now we start today's daf, daf Ayin Gimel Amad Aleph, from the third line, and we're going to quote the Mishnah. We're going to, Bez Hashem, finish the parak today. Hopefully we'll have enough time to, uh, to finish the parak. The next piece of Mishnah said that if a person shechts the Karbon Pesach in its proper time, however, he shechted it strictly for people who can't eat the Karbon Pesach. Okay? So he shechted it. Why? For who? For people who can't eat from the Karbon Pesach. The halacha is you are going to be chayiv, a chatas, for shechting an illegitimate Karbon on Shabbos. Meaning, usually you're allowed to shech the Karbon Pesach on Shabbos. But over here, we shechted only for people who can't eat. We learned in the Mishnah what does it mean? People who don't have teeth, people who are too old. Well, can't eat. You had no right to shecht in the first place. This was Chel Shabbos. Here we go. Says Gemara Pshita. Of course it's Chel Shabbos. Keep on the Hassam puzzle. Yeah, we said it's going to be puzzle. So over here, listen, if you're only shechting it for people who are puzzle and they can't join in, so of course you're going to be chayv. You, you weren't doing any mitzvah. So Gemara says, you're right, but we should have done a Sefer Potter. But since the Sefer, which we're going to focus on soon, but the Sefer, which says that when I shecht it for people who can eat and people who can't eat there there's no chi of carbon so therefore we also mentioned that when you set when you shecht it only for those who cannot eat your chayim yeah there, there's no chiddish but again it's called id yeah since we're going to bring the flip side so we want to mention this we said when i shecht it for people who can eat and people who can't eat it's, why do you got to teach me that either? I could ask the same question about that. Of course it's okay. If it's kosher, it's potter. So either way, it's not a chiddush. Ella, rather, since the Mishnah said that a person who shechts on Shabbos, we say, oh, so we also said if you shechts it for people who can't eat it on Shabbos, you're also going to be chayav. Why do I got to say that if you shechts it, I take a carbon Pesach, and I shecht it l'shem shlomim on Shabbos. Of course, that's a transgression. So why do you got to tell me, Chayev? Because we wanted to lead into the machoikas between Rebbe Liezer and Rebbe Yeshua, which was our Mishnah, right? Rebbe Liezer was the one who was lenient, Rebbe Yeshua, uh, and he says that you're going to be potter. Rebbe Yeshua argued. So we only brought this halacha to lead into that discussion. Okay. Period. Amalei Ravuna Barchinina Lebrei. Ravuna Barchinina said this on. He has to come to Rabbi Zrika. When he go in front of Rabbi Zrika, by Minei asking the following question, searching for information, the Dibri Amir Makalka Bechabura Potter, according to one who says Makalka Bechabura, a person who makes a wound on Shabbos is Potter. Shak the Shalachlev Chayov. And what, so how can you say your chai of matikin? What did he do? And, and for the Gemara, the Gemara says, Tikin a mola year. I'll tell you what positive thing he did. And he, uh, the halacha, the positive uh, the halacha that he did, the positivity that was brought down was um, that once it's, if it's brought up on it doesn't get brought down anymore.
Now, if you don't know what's going on over here, I'll explain. Here we go. The Gemara is actually now asking a general question on Hilchas Shabbos. It's connected to the Mishnah because the Mishnah says if you shecht the Karban Pesach on Shabbos and it turns out that you only shechted it for people who can't eat. You're chayot. Do we get that halacha clear? I'll say it again. Make sure we get this, because we need this. The Mishnah said, if I shecht a carbon Pesach on Shabbos, for people who can't eat from the carbon Pesach, I need to bring a sin offering. It's a biblical transgression. Clear? Okay. Now listen to this simple rule. We got to get this. Here's the simple rule. The only time there is a biblical transgression of Shabbos is if I did something constructive. It needs to be a constructive act. For example, one of the 39 malachas is you're not allowed to destroy something. The halacha is, there's a whole discussion, Shabbos, we learned right? Shabbos, but What does it mean? When am I chayav for destroying something on Shabbos? Only when I am mekalkel, I'm breaking it to build. Why am I knocking down this building? So I want to rebuild the building. That's a chi of a biblical transgression. But if I just destroy something with no constructive outcome, there's no biblical transgression. Very important rule in Nochah Shabbos. Why is this important? Because there's times where we need this. If a person ever has to open a bag, a can, something on Shabbos, for the Shabbos meal, whatever, and there's a way, you ask your Shaila, or you know the halacha, and, there's a, and, and you know that it's permitted, the way to do it is to destroy the can, the bag, whatever, uh, destroy it, so that it can never be reused. What do you, why? Because then you're not dealing with any biblical transgressions. Otherwise, if something is constructive that's coming out of this, you can deal with biblical transgressions. Clear? Okay? In order for anything to be a biblical transgression on Shabbos, it needs, there needs to be something constructive coming out of it. Asks the Gemara, Shaila number one. When you go in front of Rav Zrika, ask him. When you shech the carbon Pesach on Shabbos for people who can't eat, Is it a kosher carbon? No. Did anything constructive come from your action? No. So why do I bring a sin offering? It wasn't a biblical transgression. If nothing constructive came out of my slaughtering, I shouldn't have to bring a sin offering because there's no biblical transgression. Gewaldik Answer is no. Something constructive did happen. You know why? Because on this type of carbon, granted it's not kosher to be a carbon Pesach, but if they would have already brought the emurim, the fats, the limbs, the parts that are burnt, up on the Mizbeach, you wouldn't take it down. 
Therefore, there is an element of something constructive coming out of this shechita. And therefore, even though I can't eat it, I'm still going to be chayav achatis. Another question. On the same line of reasoning. Again, we have to keep, we have to hold halt kaf here for the line of reasoning. The line of reasoning that we're looking for is, in order for it to be a biblical transgression that obligates me in a sacrifice, there needs to be something constructive. Well, listen to this. If you shacht an animal on Shabbos and it turns out it, a carbon Pesach on Shabbos, turns out it has a blemish, you need to bring a sin offering. Why? Matikain. What constructive thing did you do? After the Gemara, Tikain Badukin Shabbayim. I'll tell you what you did. Because if the mum is a cataract, then Aliba Jabakiva Damaram Ola Yardu. Rabbi Kiva holds that if the whole mum is a cataract in the eye and you shecht it, then once it's barred upon the mizbeach, you don't take it down. So that's another, that, that's also an element of something constructive having come about through shechting this balmum. What about shechta b'nim z'trefa b'seser potter? We said in our Mishnah that if a person shechts the carbon pesach and it turns out it has a hole in its lung, we said there, you're potter. Let's say it's an external Trefa, you're going to be chayav. You're going to have to bring a sin offering. Why? What'd you do? I'll tell you what you did. You know what you did? If you wouldn't have shechted this and the animal would have died without shechita, it would be a nevela. We know that a dead carcass without shechita gives off tumma. Not only is it not allowed to eat, it also gives off impurity. Now that I shechted it, it's not going to give off impurity. Even though I'm not allowed to eat it, it does give off impurity. Therefore, there's something constructive that came out of this as well. Last question before the two dots. Maskifla Ravina. Ravina asked a challenging question. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy's intense. Yeah, you know what he does? He shechts a chatas by mistake. On Shabbos, outside the base of Mikdash, for an Avaydazara. Once he's doing it, add it to the tab. Chayav Allah Shalish Chatas. You're going to be Chayav three sin offerings, including the transgression of Shabbos. Ask the Gemara Matikain, why are you Chayav for Shabbos? What constructive thing did you do? Amar of Avira Shamaitzim de Eber Menachai. I'll tell you what you did. Before you shechted it, this was Abram and Achai. If somebody would have eaten the limbs from a live animal, they would have had that transgression. Now that you shechted it on Shabbos, outside of the Shema of Zara, yeah, all right, so you're going to have a problem. But the Isra of Abram and Achai did fall off. That's considered constructive enough. And that's why you're going to be Chayav on Shabbos. Karban Chatz. Period. Two dots. Next piece of Mishnah. What happens in the following case? A person shechts a carbon Pesach in the Beis HaMikdash. On Shabbos. Why? He's got a chabura of ten, ten people that asked him, Hey, you know, be our shliach, please. Shecht this carbon Pesach for us. Go to Yerushalayim. Okay. So he goes up to the Beis HaMikdash on behalf of these ten chabra. Shachts it. 
turns out, after he shechts it, that unknowingly, all ten people had backed out. He shechted it for nobody. So it's not even a carbon Pesach. What's the halacha? You do not need to bring a sin offering. There's no way for you to know. You, you can only do what you could, you can only do what you can do. You know what I mean? That's it. They asked you to do it. You went to do it. <laughs> What's coming on? You're not going to be obligated to bring a chatas. All right. Let's talk about this. name of When you have a crop in Osham that's put out to graze in the pasture. And somebody shechts it, stam, kosher la'ayla, it's kosher for an ayla. Okay. Listen to this interesting, there's a lot. This one line, question, has a lot of interesting halachas. I'll explain. It's not difficult, it's just a fascinating uh, circumstance. The halacha is that if I set aside a carbon asham, Okay, for a sin. And then somehow, some way, it could either be the owner dies, it could be that another asham was brought in its place, the owner doesn't have to bring an asham for various reasons, but this animal was set aside to be an asham. What do you do with it now? Because you have no obligation to bring an asham. Okay? There's no atonement. So the halacha is that you take this animal, you send it out to graze, until it gets a mum, once it gets a blemish, you can sell the animal for money. You then take the money and purchase an unblemished animal. And that unblemished animal can be used for an ola in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay? So what are you supposed to do with this animal? You let it graze till it gets a blemish, you sell it, you take the money, you buy another animal, ba ba ba. What happens if you send your asham out to graze and before it even gets a blemish, somebody comes along and shechts it? L'shem Ola. He doesn't wait for it to get a blemish, to sell. No, he says, instead of selling it and taking the money and purchasing it, I'll use this to be my oila. The is as plan B, Bidiyavid, if you did that, kasher la'ola. It's fine. Okay? The carbon asham is allowed to turn into a carbon akira. You see that Rav holds, you don't need akira. You don't need akira. You don't need to, this is what we discussed yesterday in the beginning of the dot. Do you, in order for something to change status, do you need an akira, a specific intent to change its status? Or... Uh, or uh, a tice. yeah. Uh, how do we? How do you view when something is a simple mistake? You don't need direct intent for something to change. Over here, you see you don't need direct intent because we see it's kosher for an ola, even though originally it was an asha. Ihachi, but if this is true, kilay So then, even if you didn't send it out to graze, let's say you have this animal set aside as an asham, somebody comes along and shechts it for an ola. Is that a kosher carbonola? No. It seems not. It seems only once you send it out to graze. Somebody shucked. So Gemara says, yeah, I'll tell you why. The reason why it has to go out to graze 
has nothing to do with you need specific intent. That's because the Rabbana made a decree that if people are, if we're going to allow shechita on a carbonola, just on, on a carbon ashraf to change to an ola, people are going to start making these mistakes and say, oh, yeah, even when it wasn't swapped out for a different asham, you're allowed to do that. And therefore, they made a xera only when it goes out the graze can it be changed to an ola. Umanot temra. Where do you see that from? The Torah, we learned in the Mishnah, Asham Shemesu Balav. You have an Asham whose owner dies. Asham is Chaper Balav. The owner already got his Kapara, got his atonement. Yira Achi Yistar. The Allah is you let it graze until it gets a mum, it gets a blemish for you macher, then sell it. Then use that money to purchase a carbonola for the base on Mikdash. Rabbi Lezah says, that you don't, pur- you don't sell it, whatever. You just let it graze until it dies. Rabbi Yeshua Imer, you macher That no, you sell it like the halacha that we stated. And then you t- use that money to purchase an ayla. Now it seems of in only when you use its money to bring an ayla is it uh, a kosher ola. Avogufolo, it seems that this animal, if you shecht itself, this carbon asham, if it itself is shechted to be an ola, um, it's not going to be a kosher carbon. But why not? Let it change. So the Gemara says, the gazar la'achar kapara, kapara, must be because the are concerned that if we allow it, then people are going to say, oh, they're not going to notice that the reason why we're allowing it is because the owner already got a kapara. They'll say, oh, you can always change an ashram to an island. They're going to start doing that even when the owner didn't get his kapara yet. You see from here that this gezerah was takamed based upon this, uh, this concern that people are, going to, are not going to see this discrepancy. Okay. Here we go. Two lines to the bottom of Ayn Gimlam at Aleph. Rev Chisto asks challenging question to Rev Huna. Shachta b'nei d'shemashu b'ayla mesi adam. The person shachta government Pesach, and then he finds out that everybody in the Chabura backed out. Top of Amud Beis b'toni Allah, and we learned b'chayil ki ay gavna. The halacha is if let's say this happens on a weekday, you sorry if me yet. The halacha is you burn the animal right away. On Shabbos, you're not allowed to burn the animal because it's Shabbos, okay? But if this happens on a weekday, you got to burn it. You got to burn it right away because it's not a kosher carbon. If you say that by Akira, you need to specifically have intent to uproot the name of the carbon Pesach. So it's still a Pesach. But since everybody backed out, there's no owners anymore. There's something wrong intrinsically with this carbon Pesach because there's no owner. And therefore, on a regular weekday, you bind it right away. But if you say that you don't need a specific intent to, to uh, uproot its status, so say like this. Originally, it was a shlamim. So now, why is it going to be possible if there's no owners? We'll say because there's something else that's taking place. What's the psul? Oh, I'll tell you what the problem is. That it was shechted after the Tamid Shabin Arbaim, which we learned earlier on. The Tamid Shabin Arbaim was supposed to be shechted before the Karban Pesach. But if that's true, Ibr Tzura Boy, then something needs, to, something needs to change. It has to be a noticeable change. It's an outside change. What's the noticeable outside change? That the, there was actively a Karban Tamid that is not yet brought. That is something that people notice uh, th- uh, that's something that people notice, and the look of the meat changes as well over time. And ha- well, let's explain this to Tanya, because we learned in a bris. Says Zakhlal, this is the rule. Kol shapsulei begufa. Any time a korban pesach becomes pasul, 
bigufai, there's something intrinsically with the carbon. The, the, it became not kosher. It became tamay. Then you sorry if miat, you gotta you gotta burn it immediately. Bedamu bebailu. But let's say the problem is not that the meat became tummy, but rather it's in the uh, uh, something became wrong with the blood. What happened? There's no more blood to sprinkle on the mizbeach. Or the owner dies or backs out. So then to uber tzurasai, in order to change the status, you got to wait for the look of the meat to change. Otherwise, people aren't going to know what's wrong with the carbon. They're not. They're going to say it looks like a kosher carbon. Like well, you know, what's the issue over here? Why are you why are you bringing it? The yet to the base asrefa, and only then do you take it to the base asrefa. So the question is that does the shame carbon pesach change right away without any physical entity needing to change, or do you actually need to wait? Rav holds it happens right away; it's automatic. You see from this Bryson, no, it's not. Ella leitema, rather. Don't say the halacha ella shachle shtam kosher l'shum oila shachle l'shum oila. I lost the place. Ella ema, very good. Ella light ema says the Don't explain it to mean shachle stam that when you shecht a regular asham plane without specific intent to change it, then kosher l'shum oila. It's kosher l'shum oila. That's not true. No, rather you know what Rav meant shachle l'shum oila. Only when he specifically shechted it l'shem ayla, then it's kosher. Because uh, what do you see from here? In order for something status to change, you need an akira. You need a specific different intent. But until you have a specific different intent, then the Bryce's halacha will, will be true. That you're not allowed to do anything until the appearance of the actual meat changes. Okay. Period. Conversation is not over, but period. Why is there a period? Because what we're coming out with, period, as far as what's the bottom line, for a carbon to change its designated name, it needs specific intent. If it's an asham, it must change specifically to be an ayla. Alma boyakira. You see from here, that in order to change the name of a carbon, you need akira. It has to be a uh, um, intentional change. That it was brought in front of the bismajish, and they said, "If you have the owners who are tummy mace and they're pushed off the pesach sheni, only then do you need conscious." An intentional change. It seems if not for this unique situation, you don't need intentional change. Michael and Emma, what are you going to say? This is a this is a contradiction from our Brisa. Rather, says, "What are we dealing with over here?" For example, the Karim Pesach was set aside before Chatzais on the fourteenth. You know what happened? I set aside the Karim Pesach, but you know what? the owner died. So then it was fit for the Mizbeach, then it was pushed off because there's no owner. Owner's not around by the time I'm shechting it. There's a rule, we're going to find this in multiple places throughout Shas, that when, when something is pushed off from a category, 
even if circumstances change, it remains pushed off. Okay? If something is becomes a puzzle carbon, even if later on the Metsias changes, the reality changes, it remains a, a puzzle carbon. Okay? So what happened? A carbon Pesach is set aside prior to Chatzos. Is it is everything fine? Absolutely. After Chatzos, the owner dies. Now, it's what's called Nidche. The carbon is now pushed off. The halacha is, since it was fit to be a carbon, and now it's not fit to be a carbon, this animal is never fit to be any type of carbon. It cannot even be a shlamin. Because once it's pushed off from Pesach, it's pushed off from shlamin as well. Says the Gemara, the reason why you had to bring that down is to uh, is to prove Rav. Rav disagrees with this concept. Rav says that if it's something that's alive, just because it's pushed off, it can regain, it may regain its status of being fit to be a carbon elam or a papa. So rather, papa says, you're right. How money? So who's the price of following? Rabbi Eliezer, he the Omar. Also, a person shechts another type of carbon, shlavim, the shame carbon pesach. That carbon is going to be possible. Why the havale psulai begufai? Because that is a psul in the actual guf. It has a it's it's pigul, right? It has a it's shalay lishma. The Rebbe Liazer he chatas nami mechayev says the Gemara. Okay, but then not only should it not be a kosher carbon. You should also be high of echatas. The Lesley Rebbe Lezer Tayyib Advar Mitzvah Potter. Rebbe Lezer does not agree to Rebbe Yeshua that when you make a mistake in Advar Mitzvah, you're Potter. He holds you're actually high So why do we say, you know, granted, we have an opinion saying that it's not going to be good, but why don't we even say you're high of echatas? Our Mishnah seems to imply you're Potter from echatas. So Gemara is going to take this challenge and agree with it. Gemara is going to say, you know what, you're right. So it can't be Rebbe Lezer. Granted, it's going to make sense in one area of halacha, of being nidcha, that once it's pushed off, it's pushed off. But our Mishnah says, you're not going to be chai v'chatas, and your beloved is going to hold you will. So he can't be without our Mishnah either. Ella rather says the Gemara, I'll tell you who the Bryce is following. Final step for this. Tir Gemara b'yosef, reyder of Salah Hasid, the commander of Papa, b'yosef, the son of Salah Hasid, the son of Papa, homani. Who is the Braisa Rab Yaisi Ben Khinoihi? The Tnan we learned in a Mishnah Yaisi Bhanayimer Hanashotum Shem Pesach Lushem Khatas Psul. Person who shakts a carbon, the shame pesach or the shame khatas is possible. Alma Psuli Begufi. So you see that if a carbon shlamim was changed to a pesach or a khatas, yeah. So it's considered a psul haguf. It's a psul in the it's a it's a issue in the actual body. Of the carbon and that's why in a regular week that you burn it right away. However, when it comes to being put from Achatos, he's not agreeing with Rabbi Yezir, he's going to agree with Rabbi Yeshua. So now that we explain that it's Yosef ben Chunai, we don't we're not stuck the same way we were with Rabbi Yezir. Because like this, if Rabbi Yezir was the Tana, so then he's got a shtim, he's got to make sense in both areas of halacha, both as far as the psul and both as far as the carbon. But now that we're following Yosef ben Chanai, so he's not limited to either opinion. And once we're talking about his opinion, we can say, okay, he'll say that Taka 
taka it's possible, and you got to burn it if it's on a regular weekday, but he could also um, hold like Rabbi Yeshua that there's going to be no chi of carbon, no obligation of a carbon if the psal happens on Shabbos. Okay, so that's another possibility. Ravashi Omar, Ravashi says, Rab the Omar, Krabi Shrovanesh, Rabbi Echram, and break a Rafa's the winner of Rabbi Shmol, the son of Rabbi Echram, and break it. The Tan, we learned their Bryce. Rabbi Shrovanesh, Rabbi Shmol, Benesh, Rabbi Echram, and break Omer. Rabbi Shmol, the son of Rabbi Echram, Ben Breka says, and Yeshua's Beyoim. If there's enough time in the day, Leda and Moshko, Balamas, Day and Mashamesu, I nitu, to find out whether the owners had backed out, had died, or become Tomei, then Chayov, he is Chayov. Meaning, I am the Shliach, I am the messenger on behalf of the owners. On Shabbos, to Shecht. If you're in a situation where you could have found out prior to the Shechita whether everybody's still in, you're going to have to bring a carbon. And Allah is going to be that in such a scenario, you wait for it to change so it's noticeable what the issue is. And it's taken out to the base of Shreifa. Okay? Obviously on a weekday only. Because on Shabbos they wouldn't burn. My time. Why? Isn't the reason because you don't need Akira. It's going to change by itself. You don't need intentional change. And Mamela, you find that Rabbi Shmuel agrees with Rav that things do change on their own without intentional change. The Gemara says wrong. Because... Namai, where do you get that from? How do you see that from this brisa? Dilma mishum de sarvala katana de rei katana de bei rabba baravua da omar afilu pigol nami bai iber tsura de yalif oven oven minaisa. There's a separate halacha always that when it comes to animals, uh, a carbonus that become puzzle, not only when in this situation of the of a change in ownership, but anytime it's pigol. You always need to wait for a change in looks, and that's learned out from the halacha of nicer. Okay? Now, Lefizeh, according to this, this that we wait for the meat to change proves absolutely nothing about whether you need an akira, an intentional change or not. Because this is a, what we call a zaitiga halacha. It's a separate halacha. It's a separate halacha. Nicer, pigle, everything in this situation. You wait for it to change. Why, baby? Separate thing. Separate thing. Learned out. Shavav, oven, oven. But it has nothing to do with Tois or Akira. And if you don't say that, then you're going to be stuck. Because Nitwu Baila Michael Member. What are you going to say when I shecht a carbon for the owner and the owner becomes tummy? Over there, you certainly need a Akira, an intentional change, and it doesn't happen by itself. Why? How do you know that? says that it was thrown in front of the Oilam in the base Medrash. That you only need an Akira, you only need an intentional change when the owners became Tomei Mace, Viditzkul Pesach Sheni, and it's going to be pushed off. To Pesach Sheni. Okay? That's the only time. Otherwise, you need to wait for its appearance to change. Okay? And the Mela, the you have no proof for Rav working out with the Brisa. Now it's gonna be it turned out to be a question on Rav, 
So what we need to end off with is Rather, we have to, in order to, for Rav to not be blown out of the water from the Brisa, we have to follow the opinion of Yosef ben Chunoi. We got to follow his opinion, who says that a uh, the issue of a shlomim and a carbon pesach being interchanged is an issue begufai. It's an issue in the in the guf, and that's why you will not be able to. Um, and that's why you need more than just an akira, more than just an intentional change. Hadron Allah elu dvarim, Hadron Allah elu dvarim, Hadron Allah elu dvarim. Okay, Yashikayach. We're going to hold it here for this evening. Tomorrow, we're going to pick up with the seventh parak, which discusses, at least in the beginning, to start us out, the proper method of cooking the carbon Pesach.